Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome to Insatiable Season 2. It's a long time coming. It's been a long time coming, honey. We got Patty. We got Mag. We got Brick. We got Bob. We got Bob. We got Coralie. We got Roxy. We got Dixie. We got Stella Rose. We got Nani. We got Regina. We got Dave. We got... Detective somebody. <laughs> we got Heather, Christina, Pamela, Kendall, Jackson, Johnson. We got the mom. We got Gordy. We do have Gordy. I think I've run out of characters. We have Donald Choi and his father. Cool. Henry! Oh. Good for us. <laughs> okay, so this season, we're picking it up from the last one, you know? Even though we don't remember what happened. At least I don't. All I remember is that my girl, Patty Cake, she said, I'm going to kill Christian. And she killed, uh, well, she thought she killed. Still a ruse. Still a ruse. She wasn't dead. She wasn't. That woman was resilient. Mm-hmm. She said, I've been backed over twice with a truck, but I'm okay. But she was kidnapped by somebody, so... She was held kidnapped for months by the detective guy. And some random man who does illegal operations. Surgery on the side. Yeah. Which pops up again and again. Everybody is related to somebody in some way in this show. I think that's the show's downfall is trying to connect everyone in some sort of way. Because in an odd way, it kind of reminds me of Jane the Virgin. It's like somehow everyone's tied to each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't need to be like that. So let's talk about Patty. Oh, Patty. She has grown none since the last season. You think she grows, then she regresses, and she shrinks. She grows a little more, and then she shrinks a lot. She, you know, does one right thing, and then does 72 wrong things to cancel it out. Because her main problem... She only thinks about herself. Just as my main man, Brick, said. He said, sweetie, it's not about you all the time. And she's like, what do you mean? What? You gave my dress to Magnolia because it didn't fit me. And he's like, I didn't even know you, you felt that way about that. And she's like, well now, well, now you do. And the dress was ugly either way. Yeah. It was hideous. Like, you guys are pa- in pageants. How could you even think any of this stuff is beautiful? Why not just wear a freaking pageant gown? I don't Keep know. the dang party. So, here she is, you know, trying to cover up her murders. Just a typical Saturday night. Yep. Um, and Bob, our suicidal hero, just comes out here saying, I'm going to help my baby girl clean it up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because so, she saved my life so many times. She saved me from the bullet time and time again. I got to save her from the creek, from the boy who gets eaten by pigs. So here they are. You know, they got to hide Christian's car, the crowbar, Christian's body. And he falls out of the car and a bunch of pigs go a-squealing, eating it up. And they were like, well, cleans it up now. Unless well, somebody took so took those pigs and, like, and be like, hello, Christian, you there? Wink, wink. <laughs> and then, you know, Christian's phone. What are we going to do? I don't know. And, and Patty was like, you know what? I have the bright idea. I'm going to keep it, and I'm going to text from it pretending like I'm Christian. Like, that has worked out so many times before. It's so Joe from you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep texting from Benji's phone, and no one will know. There's a new season coming out. I'm watching it. Anyway, um, so here she is, you know, just being horrible. And Bob is like, we can cover up the murders. Woo, but you got to get to regionals. Because that's the most important thing in life. Exactly. To act normal... Pretend like you're not a killer and go to regionals. And manage that eating disorder. That's one of the things that the show really tried to address this season is that Patty does have an eating disorder. But she what kind of eating disorder? She is a binge eater. Do, do, but then do. there was this whole thing where she like, is she eating? And I'm like, where are we going with this? It's like, I can't eat because I'm nervous. 
And then she has to get like 10,000 different sponsors to help her because she's too complicated. Not saying that people with disorders are comp- are complicated. I'm just saying it's Patty herself. Patty's complicated. Patty is complicated. So she goes to this pageant and you know, she's got to win to be able to participate in the Miss American Georgia apple pie sweet potato contest. Mm-hmm. And she just doesn't. Her performance isn't compelling enough, so they give that crown to our girl, Roxy, the daughter of Stella Rose and Bob Barnard. But wait, there's something else. When Patty went to go throw up because she ate pastries of soap on them, Roxy has been murdered. She was strangled to death with her sash. Yes, but everybody blames Patty because she just mysteriously disappeared and she was distraught by her loss. Which, here's the thing. Given Patty's past, it would make sense if she was the one to do it. But it wasn't her. There's a pageant killer on the loose. What must we do now? She, she ran off the stage. Looks suspicious. Mm-hmm. And if Roxy is taken out, that means our girl Patty is next in line for the crown. And wasn't Bob the one that says, like, you have proof saying you weren't the one killing you weren't the one that killed Roxy because you ate those pastries to show that you didn't that you ate the pastries she's like but I can't do that because I can't let people know them bitch eating again I'm like is that your main concern priority like you're gonna go to prison and you're just like but I don't want people to think I'm eating she said it herself her priorities are so whack mm-hmm. because there's this scene where you know Patty she's trying to cover up another murder as usual and she's like oh, I'm feeling fat I need to run for a year All she thinks, I swear, like, every time she does something, especially killing somebody, which happens quite a few times this season. The kill count was high. Yeah, she keeps saying, like, all I wanted to do was binge. That's all she said. She's like, all I could think about was the food. I'm like, dang, girl. Dang. Like, but what kind of binge is she talking about? Is she talking about stabbing binge or, like... Gonna stuff my face binge. I think she's talking about Doritos on the floor, tears in the eyes binge. She's talking about Texas sheet cake last season binge. Gotta stuff Stella Rose in the suitcase binge. Now, when she was stuffing that body in that little, like, suitcase, I was laughing a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was jumping on it. She was like, ah! The show had funny moments. It did. I feel like they really improved on the humor this mm-hmm. season. Because, like, last season... It's a little hard to get through, I'm yeah. not going to lie. But this one was pretty good. It was kind of funny. There were a few, you know, slow episodes. Yeah. But it, for overall, it was all right. We got to give it to our girl, Coralie. She was really for, killing it. For carrying the show with those satin dresses. With that hot pink lipstick. With that southern accent. With those press-on nails. With those complicated relationships. With those secretive pregnancies. With those... Tampazzles, tampoozles. With those divorce papers. Yep. Corley, she is just a treat. Whenever she was on screen, I was like, yes, Corley. I was like, thank God my queen is back. Mm -hmm. Even though her storyline went with somebody else's that was super weird, which do you want to talk about? Okay. Let's talk about that storyline. So at the end of last season, you know, we were dealing with the thruple. Mm -hmm. We were dealing with Corley. Bob and Bob trying to make things work but Bob Barnard was like look honey I only want Armstrong I don't want you baby girl Mm -hmm. so this season she is just really grappling with that like who is Bob gonna choose is he gonna Mm -hmm. choose me is he gonna choose hot shirtless man but then she walks in at an what is it an opportunity an opportunity in a month a what is that a word? What? <laughs> An opera? It, never mind. She walks in at the wrong moment. And then she finds out that Armstrong was going to choose Barnard. Mm. And she is crushed. Her whole family unit thrown off because she thought they were really going to make it work. She's like, I got to go live in my big home by myself. She said, I'm going to serve up those divorce papers like I'm serving up these sassy one-liners. But then her and Bob Barnard, they like... They becoming friends. They're getting close. Mm-hmm. They They're get, getting buddy buddy. They getting all buddy buddy. And Bob Armstrong, I'm nowhere. He's like, y'all are the ones that made me choose, and y'all treat me like the villain for not choosing y'all. But then y'all coming up here being like, we best friends. We're running for mayor. 
and she's gonna be my first lady mm-hmm. like what was this I don't know and then Armstrong's like I gotta enter the political ring the yeah political ring and the poor kids they're just like hi like thank goodness they do not have seven-year-olds because they would be like so do you remember when mommy like was in love with two men but now they like, eventually might have mm-hmm. a seven-year-old because you know Coralie yeah. out here she got pregnant she said I'm having a baby and you know what the weird thing was uh doctor said she was only like seven to eight weeks pregnant and that made me think like that's the amount of time that's passed I felt like so much time had passed during this season. I was like, oh, she's only like seven to eight weeks pregnant. I mean, it would be between last season and this season. Yeah. And this season picked up right where the last one ended off. I thought this season just there were a lot of time jumps for some reason. I don't know. Like big ones. But what do I know? What does anyone know about anything? Oh. But... We should talk about when Bob Armstrong, you know, he's living by himself. He's a little down. He's, he, you know, he's got to deal with Patty, too, and that's just a lot of stress. He's in the dumps or the swamp. Yeah. So, he he gets a little saucy with this guy at the gym. And, you know, you think, oh, that's just a one-time thing. He pops up again. This time, he's like, Bob Barnard, I'm a detective. I'm here to research about the pageant killer, but I'm going to do my job. And they get close, too. Turns out the detective. I don't even know if he was. Was he a detective? I believe so. Well, he was a crazy detective. He had some cardboard cutouts of the Bobs. I don't know how he got those, but you know, Kinkos. Yeah, More like he is, Kinkios. He, he has a plan. He wants the two of them to love each other so they can love him. Thruple 2.0. Mm-hmm. But you know, Coralie's getting in the way. She is. She got pregnant. She's pregnant, you know, and now the attention's going to be on her. And how is he supposed to make those cardboard cutout dreams a reality when there's a baby in the way? Exactly. So he's, he, there's only one option that can be done. Not killing her. Got to make her get an abortion. You know, I liked her line when she was like, you know what? I might get an abortion, but I let him doing it for me. It's like, I like her. I like Coralie. Coralie's my queen. I did have a question that I needed to ask. Mm-hmm. So when Coralie, our baby girl, is kidnapped and she's forced to wait around, you know, for her unsanitary in-home abortion, she has three tools that are going to help her bust out of here. She's got her press-on nails, her tampazzle slash poozle, and her high heels. What are your three weapons to bust out of this scenario? Okay. Based on what you have right now. Well, I would say my earrings, but you know you can't reach those when you got when you're handcuffed in the back. Let's think about this. I have I have a hairband. Maybe I could just like from the back, maybe he's coming up behind me and I'd be like boop. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's think about this. I have uh, I have my body. Can you use my own body as a weapon? Just, um, I don't know. What would, I don't have anything in my pockets. I do have stuff in my pockets. Ooh, okay. I should keep stuff in my pockets. Let's figure out what, what can we do with what's in my pockets right now, right? Okay, so in here we have a lip gloss, which could easily be a bomb. Mm-hmm. If I just turned it that way. Look at that nuclear fluid. We have a wallet with little money. And we have, oh, I don't know what that is. And some keys. But that's my thing. Would he take those off of you? I mean, he didn't take away her tampazzle. That's true. But, you know, he didn't think much of a tampazzle. Mm -mm. Maybe I could use my tile that's on my keys and, like, beep it. Ooh. And someone would, he would be like, what's that? Just what like, the heck is that? Because I'm assuming my phone would be in a different room. Yeah. And that would be my diversion. Ooh. Right? And then I have my microphone cord. If I need to choke anybody oh, out. Oh, yeah. I have a microphone cord. Because mm-hmm. I always keep carry my, I always have my microphone cord on. Well, I mean, she's on me now. Mm-hmm. And then I have, what else? What, what's my third? What's my third tool? Ooh, I could like Wolverine my house key. Okay. I'd be like, you know those girls yeah. that walk in the parking lot? They're like, <gasps> that's what my keys are like. 
This is what this that's actually made for. To beat people up. Listen. Let me. That's what it's made for. Mine's not cool. I just feel like. But still, my gum. Just slap them. Just, like my hairband. <laughs> just like slit someone's throat with this like gum keychain. Ugh. And they're like, getting up all patty up in here. I mean, we gotta have our Coralie brains out and ready, because, you know, you gotta be resourceful sometimes. Yeah. Let's talk about Patty's kills. Oh my god. Okay, so there were a total of six. And she, you know, was like, I've only killed six people, guys. Just a casual number. Mm-hmm. So, you know, number one, Christian, or, or no, 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 Stella Rose. Kind of, but not. Yeah. She ended up killing her in the end, but she was her last kill. We got Christian, who got that skull bastion with the crowbar. When she said, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. And Magnolia's like, gotta get out of here. GTG. And then we have um, those three men. It was her dad. Well, not her dad. Her dad. Her dad. Her mother's molester, Gordy. Mm-hmm. Who she thought was her dad. Yeah, so we saw him at the end of last season, briefly, like, Mm -hmm. at her birthday. But he's back to get his car back from, you know, Mama. But Mm -hmm. she ain't in town, and he's trying to scam money out of Patty. And she just, I don't know, I don't know. I'm, like, conflicted on if she actually killed him. Well, she was, (sighs) when he was walking backwards, I'm like, ooh, there's probably a cliff there. I didn't know if there was one, but I was like, they're probably hinting that there is. And he fell backwards onto the cliff. Here's my thing. I don't think he should have died. I, that doesn't look like a death type of fall. It didn't even seem that far. I mean, I guess it's because of the rocks, though. Oh, he, like, must have hit his head on a rock. He said boof. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm just gonna go now. But, like, she didn't physically push him or anything. That's my thing. Can't you just be like, he accidentally fell down. Which he did. He accidentally fell. Mm-hmm. Unless she was like walking towards him, trying to make him, like, fall backwards. Because I don't think she was trying to kill him. Yeah. But at the same time, she, Patty kind of has this, like... She's not very careful. She just kind of does things and doesn't think about the consequences. Impulsive. Mm-hmm. She reminds me a lot of Betty from Riverdale. I don't know. Because, you know, Betty, she's like, I have the dark side in me. <laughs> and Jughead's like, ah. <laughs> That's based on my, like, season one knowledge. I haven't seen it since then. Um, okay, and then we have the three guys. Mm-hmm. So her mom comes back, and she's got some drugs. She's got some cocaine in her um, her breastuses. Her implants? Because mm-hmm. that's where she's been gone this whole time. She got some implants. She said they had a two-for-one special. <laughs> Couldn't just get the one. When you got to take advantage of those Black Friday deals. Yeah, um, so... These three guys show up, which I didn't even realize they were talking about drugs. Like, I thought they just meant implants. Like, well, she got the deal. Like, but then they were like, "You got cocaine in there." They, she was hiding them in there, and they were like, "We gotta get them out of you." And I would then, hate that. And, yeah, and Patty, Patty comes up and she's like, "Don't worry, mom. I learned this like dance." karate thing. She said, I'm gonna choreograph my way to the top. And she kills the guys. I mean, here's the thing. You couldn't just knock them out. You had to kill them. And then you... Well, okay. They were like, we can't call the police because I have a lot of cocaine. And I can't have the police being like, why did these men try to kill you? And be like, well... I had cocaine because she would just get arrested. Explain, though. I'd be like, listen, I went and got implants. I didn't know. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. But they didn't they don't think like that. They so don't think like that. One of them was holding a machete, stabbed to death. Mm-hmm. Other one, I think he just fell and died. And then the yeah. last one, shot. Oh, one of them had like he fell into glass or something. Oh yeah, and it went and um yeah, Patty shot him with Bob's gun. Bob's suicide pistol. Mm-hmm. So they're both like, okay. We got now it's mom and daughter like Got a bond. This is our bonding moment. We're Hiding conspiring. murders. Yeah. We're conspiring and perspiring. Mm-hmm. It's hot in here. Gonna throw them in the swamp. Yeah, we're gonna throw them in the swamp. The crocodiles or the alligators are gonna eat them up. Just like the pigs did with Christian. It's all good. We're gonna be fine. Well, it turns out Bob Barnard's plan, his campaign to, uh, running for mayor, is to drain the swamp and create a prison. 
He wants to build a prison there. Because the old one has bed bugs in it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, ooh, we can't, mm mm-mm. And then, you know, Patty figures out that alligators, um, they they aren't eating. Global warming. Mm Mm-mm. And she's like, man, I'm really screwed, aren't I? Doesn't even think about her mom. She's just, just thinking about herself. Typical Patty. Even though her mom didn't even kill... No, she didn't. Her mom was in protective mom mode. She was like, I got to protect my baby girl. My crazy, sadistic, homicidal baby girl. She told Bob Armstrong that she killed him. She didn't even say who the true killer was. Patty just dealt with a lot this season. But, like, okay, there's one line that stuck out to me. She said, um, I think it was, so D Nani's now ex-girlfriend... Um, was Patty's sponsor at the beginning of the season because Patty joins Overeaters Anonymous, which is kind of like AA or NA, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and she calls, and she's like, whoa, all this stuff is happening to you in the last hour. She's like, yeah, I feel like more stuff happens to me than most people. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, it probably does feel like that when you're living in your own head. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like you, know, you Like, you don't tend to listen to other people's problems, Patty. She's binging away. She thinks having her dad, in quotation marks, back in her life is going to fix everything, and, like, you know, she's not going to have to deal with her disorder. Order, which is not how recovery works. Um, that she doesn't pay attention to anything. She's like, Brick's parents are getting a divorce. Uh huh. Brick can't go to college because he's stupid. Uh huh. He's gonna be a YouTube influencer. Uh-huh. And then Patty, you know, she won't bust it open for Brick. She won't do it. Mm-hmm. But she said, "I'm fat." And he's like, "I really don't think you're fat, or I wouldn't even care." And she's like, "But you do." And he's like. But I don't. And she's like, but I know you. But I know that deep in that quiff, there are lies. She's just creating these scenarios in her head. Exactly. And it all just really escalates when Brick and Magnolia start to get close again. Like, it's not really a romantic thing at first. It's just kind of, you know, buddies and pals. Mm-hmm. I think Magnolia, she wants it to be romantic because, mm-hmm. you know, Patty sort of stole Brick away from her. Yeah. In a way. Um, but Brick is kind of like, I love girls. They're great. And, um, you know, Magnolia suggests, because Patty won't bust it open, that because... Uh, <laughs> Patty won't um because he's not a good kisser and he's like okay i'm gonna you know practice on a bunch of fruit yeah he was and getting his watermelon sugar high and then he was like wait let me show you he kisses magnolia and he's like i'm fat <laughs> in what world does it make sense i'll prove it to you <laughs> giving them smoochers <laughs> But, like, Patty, she starts spiraling into insecurity land because of this dance at school. It's, like, costumes, and Brick rolls up in this cheap-looking Halloween Express cape. Also, we need to point out, these are still high school kids. Where are they going to, like, where's school? Is this, what? what is school? Never heard of her. Mm-mm. We just have hallway scenes. Yeah. But they are seniors, so... Is it, like, spring break or something? Maybe it's, like, the time when you're a senior when, like, nothing matters. I guess. Because everyone's looking at colleges and stuff. And Patty's trying to not be a killer anymore. Exactly. Patty's trying to balance her her overeating habits and her overkilling habits. But he gets her this dress, which this, this is just a little PSA to anyone out there. Don't buy clothes for literally anyone. Don't do it. Unless the person is, like... This is what I want. This is the size. I want you to buy it and then pretend like I never saw it. Exactly. Because, you know, everyone's body's different. Because some people, they think they can look at someone and be like, oh, they're probably, like, medium or whatever. Just don't. No. Just don't. Just because don't do even it. though you don't mean it to be, like, harsh or anything. And, you know, it's not that. It's just that when you give somebody the wrong size, it's like, oh. If it's too small... Mm-hmm. It makes them feel bad, which it shouldn't because, you know, we're all about body posse vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's too big and you're like, oh. That's how you think. Oh, you think I'm a little thick with it, do mm-hmm. ya? Do you? But, you know, she tries on this little ugly Pepto-Bismol pink dress in the bathroom and she's like, you want to? I'm like, girl, it's okay. I'm like, honey, just get a different size, baby girl. Yeah, yeah just say like, hey. I just need a different size. And he'll probably be like, okay, I'll come get you. I'll get you a different size. And instead she's like, <laughs> I'm ugly. She's just having these meltdowns. She's like, I gotta go kill somebody else. I gotta run on the treadmill. But then like Brick is like, what the heck? So he gives the dress to Magnolia, which is kind of 
mm, you know, kind of, mm. Yeah. I don't think he was using the old noggin. As a, who is in this show? He needs to use that magic wand the, and boop, boop, the only person, The only person using her knowledge is Coralie. Exactly. She said, I'm a businesswoman. So here he is giving it to Magnolia, and then she shows up to the dance all alone. Because her whole storyline this season is, I can't remember anything. I have amnesia. I wish that I could wake up with amnesia. To forget about, about the stupid little things. things. Like the attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like running around and it's the funniest thing because every time like anything happens to her, she's like, I <laughs> like she takes a sip of coffee and it's like I was in the Colombian coffee bean field. <laughs> like it's the most random thing in the world. And it doesn't help that Nani is over here being like I'm a detective now. I wonder if they couldn't afford to have her dad on this season or if he was busy. I don't he know. There. He's like, my dad's all naked and afraid. I have no idea. And she's like, well, now I'm the detective. Speaking of parents, is it, isn't it like illegal to just like leave your kid in the house? Probably. Because For a certain amount of time. Especially because she's like a minor. Mm-hmm. And how is anything getting paid for? That's what I want to know. Maybe she's staying with somebody. Well, not Nani, but like. Oh, Patty? Yeah. I don't know. Like, what the heck? I wouldn't know. Patty cake, patty cake, baker's man, bake me a cake as fast as you can? I don't know. Should we talk about Dixie? Dixie. Oh, Dixie. You know, she was irritating last season. But boy, did I love her this season. She was amazing. So, poor thing. Um, she gets hit by the... Wienermobile. The Wienermobile. You know, paralyzed for life. It happens. It was kind of an aggressive scene. It made you jump. (laughs) Was it the end of episode one or the end of episode two? I think it was one. Okay, so I was finishing up episode one. I was sitting at my desk, you know, had a little zaw last night. And, you know, I'm kind of watching, kind of not watching, because I was journaling at the same time. And I hear this boost, and I said... (gasps) And the thing is, is that um, it's funny, because, like, last season she pretended to be paralyzed and now she is and now she is but she does meet her birth parents slash bio brother and she's not chinese no she is korean korean and she's like y'all came me up for adoption they're like we lost you at a mall somebody kidnapped you in regina she gone she gone she's like i kidnapped my daughter i love her I love her, even though I kidnapped her and didn't know her actual age. I didn't even know what, uh, where she came from. She said, well, they were eating at the Panda Express. And she said, well, would you have thought I was Italian if they were eating at Sbarro? <laughs> and I said, oh, my God. So what's your culture based on the last thing you ate? Go. Well, I ate frozen yogurt. Icelandic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're both Icelandic. It's really fun being from, you know, Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> Um, but, you know, her family's from Minnesota because she's like, it's closed. It's closed. And they're like, yeah, we're from Minnesota. We speak English. And, like, we got some American accents up in here. And, you know, they want to make up for some lost time. And she loves this. She's like, I finally got the family that I've been asking for. Because she was really struggling. You know, she's mm-hmm. really having a hard time. Yeah. After she got paralyzed, you know, she's sitting here thinking, karma, 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 karma. Everything bad is happening to me because of everything bad I once did. I got to cut my mom out. I got to take over the Wienermobile. Mm-hmm. The wiener taco, I should say. And I got to get things right. Yeah. So, you know, she embraces her inner Korean. And she makes everything K-pop. Poor thing confuses her Koreas. North and South, baby. North mm-hmm. and South. Yeah. You puts on some shot collars. Not how that... And it's not the how that works, but, you know. Um, you know, she's kind of into her biological brother. But only for, like, a second. Only for a second. It's like, it's just, like, a short little joke. And then it's like, eh. We don't need to take this any farther. Thank goodness, because that probably would have been too far. I'm not trying to, like, relive my Brandon and Callie moment from the Fosters. I'm not trying to relive my Jamie and Cersei moment from Game of Thrones. Ooh. That's just a little different. It's always the two where they're like, you're my foster mother. <laughs> and Callie's like, and Brandon's like, I'm gonna slide in. 
you know, Jamie and Sophie are like, we were born together. We belong together. Ew! <laughs> we shared a, we, she literally says we shared a womb together. <laughs> we shared a womb together, but we ain't sharing this bedroom together. That's the dang truth. <laughs> like, ooh, disgusting. Anyways, so where Jaha, she's on the loose, you know, but she's still got this tampazzle, tampoozle thing going on. Hiding from the law. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about this pageant killer of ours. These pageant girls are dropping like flies. Left and right, up, down, diagonal. Some of them getting exploded. That scene was very unexpected. Yeah. So, Patty's gone because she's trying to hide the murders of those three guys. But when she gets back, she was supposed to be on the float. But when she gets back, everybody just starts exploding. And they're like, well, it must have been Patty because that means she gets the crown now. And, I mean, it's starting to become a little obvious. Like, poor Patty. Like, she didn't do it. But at the same time, she did. She's like, I'm being accused of three murders I didn't do. But I did do three murders. And she is just grappling with that. She's like, I'm not a bad person, but I am. And they're like, can't send you to jail, sweetheart. At first, I didn't think the girls on the float died. Yeah. I I thought it was just kind of like, oh, they're going to be covered in peaches. Nope. But the peaches were covered in that. But it is revealed later on. It is Regina, who is the pageant killer. Because everything bad that's happened to her is because of Bob Armstrong or something like that. I don't know. What was her motive? Me and Bob used to be BFFs. Oh, yeah. And then he told everyone that I beat the bed. Yeah. And she accuses him of being the pageant killer. And that just ain't cool. But also, she's into him, but... Yeah, it's weird. It was a weird storyline. And he gets thrown in prison. Mm-hmm. Toupee gone. Mm-hmm. Wig? Where? Flown. Just... And Patty comes in, and she's like, Hi, Bob. Look, we're famous. <laughs> Bobby! I, and look at my crown. And she's still wearing her sash and everything. I'm like, this girl's actually crazy. She's a crackhead. It's like after when Roxy died and they all of the pageant girls got together to, you know, save the pageant. And they made that song. About everything that ever. And she's like, I'm sorry you died. And it's like. Poof. And then it goes into this weird rap break. And it's like, you're a dead girl. And I was like, whoa. And then obviously Bob Barnard is like offended by it. Everybody's Bob, Bob Armstrong. And poor Bob Armstrong. He's trying his best. Everybody's blaming him for everything. He's he, trying to fix someone who has an image problem. And she keeps, like, making, making, it making it worse. And, like, you gotta give up on this girl at some point. Because she just isn't thinking about anything other than her body. She's like, my body. I'm fat. Nani, do you want a midnight snack? And Nani's like, I never wanted a midnight snack. I was your binge buddy. She's like, well, I couldn't say no. Because I thought you were hot. Mm. There's just so many issues. So, so, so many. Yeah, and, okay, so before Bob gets thrown in prison and all that, everybody, well, not everybody, but most people kind of figure out that, um, you know, Patty killed a lot of people. (laughs) So, um, it's revealed to Magnolia, Barb, Bob Armstrong. I keep saying Barb. Because Bob. Yeah, Bob Armstrong, her Nani. mom. Her, Nani. Nani's the one that's like, you a little crazy girl. Because she's, she's the one that founds, finds out that someone hired a hitman. To kill Patty. Was it revealed who hired? It was, um, it, was it Pamela, Regina? Christina, whatever. Oh. Did you notice that in that scene when she's, like, bribing him and he writes on the glass? The Ted Bundy Mm. thing. That's where that's from. Because, you know, they do a lot of Netflix name dropping in this show. Yeah. And that whole, like, (gasps) me, 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 me. It's from, like, that Zac Efron Ted Bundy Mm. thing. I didn't know that. Because he said, where is her head? What did you do? And he's like, hacksaw. Mm. But um, it's also revealed to Brick. Was he? He was there. Uh, no. I think it was, though. I think he was. No. No? Okay. Well, bottom line, a lot of people know about 
her um, serial killer ways. And she's like, guys, it's just like six people. And they're like, that's six people too many. Let's get real, honey. And she's like, but you guys still love me, right? I'm still the same person. I'm still the same person. Everybody's like, I'm still narcissistic. <sighs> that's the thing is that at the end of the day, she's like, guys, I didn't do anything wrong. I was just trying to protect her. But like, girl, you were just trying to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody wants to help Patty anymore. Bob Armstrong is about to turn Patty in to the police. And, but he's like, but I have to see if she wins the crown. That's the thing. It's like, ugh, can y'all stop helping this girl? I know. It's like, it's a beauty pageant. Calm down. I know. Because he thinks that's going to save his reputation. Because he had that whole thing last season where like Dixie or Dixie said that he molested her and that didn't happen and never happened so he's got a reputation to say but at this point nobody even remembers that exactly it's like Nani she kind of said it best she was like wow I thought we were best friends and you've been lying to me this whole entire time because she finds Christian's phone in Patty's car or bag or something and she's like wait a minute Christian, like, the way he texted is it's, so it's different. different. And then Patty is carrying around, uh, what's that woman's name? Stella Rose. Stella Rose's body in a suitcase. But it turns out, like, Bob's the one carrying it around. And he's like, you've been making me carry around a body across state lines. I'm the mayor. Which, my thing was, was, like, across state lines, like, were you fine just carrying around <laughs> a dead body anywhere else? Now, if we were just in our hometown of Mason, Like, I'll carry around a big body's I'd like. No biggie. But he's like, you've been making me do this for you. And she's like, you've been... It's like, shut up, Patty. The hair extensions. Can we talk about oh. the hair extensions? Why? <sighs> they were bad. It's Georgia. It's, it's Georgia pageants. They were horrible. Yeah, so basically, end of the day, nobody loves Patty anymore. And Patty's Except over- for Magnolia. I don't get that. That she's was like, bizarre. Pat- Magnolia's like, she's a lady to me. Or she's what a lady should be, or something like that. She protected me. And the thing is, is yes, she... I don't even think Patty protected Magnolia. She was protecting herself. Exactly. And Magnolia just happened to be there. Exactly. And it's like Magnolia forgot about the five other murders that and, she committed. And I'm like, Magnolia, she's been lying to you this whole time. Like when they're She could have told you for what real. happened. When they're like hunting down for Magnolia's memories at this HBCU, Patty's just kinda like Also, here's another thing that threw me a little bit. Nemo. Yeah, what happened with that? They mentioned that girl, and then it was just kind of like, ah, whatever. I know that. That was a whole, like, episode of just, got to do investigating. And Magnolia being like, I'm biracial. Like, okay. Like, we get it. Good for you. I mean, me too, but dang. (sighs) But I don't even know what else to say. Oh, end of the series. Patty comes to Bob, you know, she's all happy with her crown and stuff, saying she's famous, but Bob's the one being accused of murder. And she's like, I'm going to make this right. I'm going to get Regina, and I'm going to hunt her down and take her out. And he's like, take her out? And she's like, well, yeah. Take her out where? To the Olive Garden? (laughs) To the Panda Express to find her another child? (laughs) And And he's like, Patty, I think you. You like killing. And all of a sudden, she's like, I like killing. Thank you, Bob, for making me realize this. And she's like, I know what I have to do. Bob's over here like, guards. Get her. Lock her up. And, of course, they're not going to listen to a prisoner. So what happens next? What do you think? I think she's going to, I don't know. I mean, she's still going to be Princess Patty. She's always going to be, like, up her own crack. Uh-huh. But, you know, she's going to try to take down my girl, Regina. But I feel like Coralie, she got to protect the business. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Coralie, she might have to Ooh. slice and dice back. Ooh. I'm, I'm rooting for Coralie next season. Me too. Patty cake, patty cake. When it all hits the fan, honey, it's getting canceled for you, girly. You're out here being crazy. Patty got no friends next season. That's all I, I got to say. I need to say this, though. So when Brick was all up in Patty's grill being like, you never even asked me about anything. That's like my biggest insecurity. Mm. Is never even asking people about anything. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Where I'm like, am I talking too much? 
mm-hmm. at me. That's my thing. I'll like think to myself. I'll I'll be driving home, think about a conversation. I'm like, I think I talk too much. And then I feel like I have to apologize to them, but at the same time, I don't want to bring it up and then be like, wow, she was talking and too much. And they're like hypercritical. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, when it's late at night, I send Katie a voice, I'm so sorry that I didn't ask a follow-up question. <laughs> I don't know how to have a conversation. <laughs> it's like that Billie Eilish, Billie, oh my God, Billie Eilish, um, that Vanity Fair thing where she was like, I think a lot of us are celebrities. We treat everything like we're being interviewed instead of having a conversation. Wow, she's so smart. She's 17. so deep. <sighs> Especially, like, now that she's got Drake's phone number. I'm so glad she's not depressed anymore. <laughs> Me too. I'm so glad that her roots are green. Like, I'm inspired. Girl, I think she's, I think she's a pretty girl. But that green, it just... She went from one aesthetic to another. She went from the Taylor Swift... Uh, lover era to the Taylor Swift. I don't even know reputation lime green era. She went to reputation cyberpunk. <laughs> but I think like it's not ugly, but it's not my favorite. I just don't like not the lime that it green. matters. Like nothing that I. Think I think matters. if it was another color, but the lime green. I think I just don't like the whole root thing. I don't know. And then the poor thing, she accidentally got a mullet. She didn't mean to, and she just said, hey, I'm just rocking it now. I didn't mean to do this. She said, it's fun being me. But, like, her 15-year-old hair with, like, the silvery lilac. That was, that was cute. cute. I said, that I want them to do cute. that to my head. I said, burn these follicles. Mm-hmm. She did say in that interview um, something about, you know, screaming doesn't mean you're singing well. Because she talked about how people are always complaining about her whispering. And here's the thing. That's not really my jam, which is fine. Like, everybody can have their own opinion. That's more my speed. Yeah. She talks about how she belches, belches, belts, whatever the term is, in a few of her songs. But she's like, but it's not like an Adele one. You know, Adele's a god. That's what she said. And that's true. Adele, she out here being like, ah. Whenever people talk about belting, I think of Demi Lovato. That's, I think that's what she meant by that. She's like, like Guys are crying. Or um, heart attack. I think I'm going to have a heart attack. I just like that game where you have to scream to keep the thing there. <laughs> no, Demi's talented, but problematic. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Except when she's screaming. Can we take a minute? I know this isn't related, but whatever. We're, we're already off topic. Okay. Can we take a minute and talk about the AMAs for a second? <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay, so number one, and Katie's sick of me talking about this, I don't care. No, because I was talking about it a lot. You you can go ahead to, I don't care. Okay, so Sean and Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> just those two days together just cracks me up. <laughs> Every time someone talks about the award show, it's like word vomit for me. Sean and Camilla. <laughs> Nobody wants it, but they keep like giving it to yeah. us. Okay, so here's here's the deal. I'm like, crying. I did not watch the AMAs because I just don't really watch award shows anymore. There was a time in my life when I did, but um, I don't. I just am not patient enough to sit through it. But she, okay, so apparently she was supposed to do a different performance, right? But she, she did hurt like, her little toe or whatever. But she did two different performances. She I did another one. They were gonna do something like oh. completely different because this performance was like the same as the VMAs. I think it was exactly. Oh, I hated it. The camera angle, y'all can't see, but just imagine. Play the video, and you'll know what I'm talking <laughs> about. At the beginning, when she's like this, I love it when you call me señorita. I'm like, ooh, and then like, <laughs> and Sean's over in the distance, just like with the guitar and a tank top. He's like. He's, that boy's only wearing tank tops. I'm like, I'll say it again. I said it at the Met Gala podcast. Get a different wardrobe. Change it up, please. Like, it's not a bad look. It's just played out. It's like, it's just like, boy, we don't know. Like, if we look back at this 15 years from now, we don't know where you're at because you're wearing the same thing. Yeah, because he's so safe, so oatmeal, so bland. And I don't mean first watch oatmeal. I mean, like, some Quakers. Like, not going to do anything to it. Quaker's no flavor. Not even cinnamon sugar. And then Camilla, I know y'all are a thing, supposedly, but I've had enough. I 
think even Sean's high enough. Sean's over here like, I'm just trying to play the guitar and get my money. He's like, I'm just trying to stand here quietly. And you're, like, gyrating and everything. He'll be singing his part. She's over here just, like, filling up on herself. I'm like, I bet the audience members are just like, I'm just so uncomfortable. There's this clip. This is the this is the clip that started it all. was when they won the award for whatever. And, like, the, Camilla's like, and John's like, eat. <laughs> And, like, the thing was, if you look back at audience members, Post Malone, who was also nominated for the same award, he's over here, like, smiling, but he's like, my song was on the new Spider-Man movie. It was number one. It was way better. Senior is not that good of a song. It's not. And it got nominated for so many Grammys. I know. And it's just because these two are, like, out here, like, yeah, we have sex on the low. But, but that's, also not really. That's the thing. Nobody cares. I know. Everybody actually hates it now. They're like, it's day. Because I, from the beginning, like, you know when, like, they nothing was confirmed in quotation marks? Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, are they together? Are they not together? Blah, like, blah. I get that, but now it's just like. Even then, like, there were all these pictures of them. And, like, I almost said Shamilla. Camilla, she's out here, like, busting it open for the picture. She's like this. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend. Like, I'm like, we get it. Okay. Quit shoving y'all's relationship down my freaking throat. Uh, Problematic. And then our our queen, our goddess, Miss Selena Gomez. This was my rant. <laughs> okay, look. Selena, girl, I know you've been through a tough time. And it, that is okay. Sing of kids to my chorus. But dang, girl, you cannot sing. Because it wasn't yours. <laughs> you cannot sing. You cannot dance. You just got to accept the fact. Just stick to studio. Release some songs. Never perform them live. I'm fine with that. See, she, okay, here's the thing. She can put out a catchy tune. Because mm-hmm. Good For You. Now, I wasn't a fan of Good For You, but Bad Liar, that like was that a good too. song. On fire cause I'm a bad, bad liar. liar. But, like... I just wanna look good. And there was another song that she had that was really catchy. Was it that? Uh, I wanna hold you when I'm not. Mm-hmm. Not that one. Is that the same one from Thirty Reasons? Mm-hmm. What's the one from Thirty Reasons? I don't know. Cause she's executive producer. <laughs> but she came out there, and everyone. Like, I kind of saw where people were coming from. They're like, everyone keeps making excuses for Selena because, you know, she went through a lot of health struggles a couple years ago, and now she has lupus. She's really struggling. And I understand those are, that's some serious stuff to go through. But she couldn't sing before that. My thing is, she's getting these awards just because she went through a hard time. Exactly. with And, like, okay, nobody's about to be giving Oscars to people if they were throwing up backstage. I don't know. Or, like... Because I feel bad. She did get a kidney transplant. She went through a very traumatic experience. You know, she, people are still talking about Justin Bieber with her. And I'm like, guys, that's y'all got to stop. Move on. Y'all got to stop with this. Because she's like even. That's a, keeping her stuck there. Yeah. Because thing is, I think everybody's moved on from. Justin Bieber's with Haley Bieber. They're literally married. Yeah. And like, nobody even cares about Justin Bieber anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Nobody cares about him. Selena Gomez, she out here being like. And sing off my chorus. I found another one, and it wasn't yours. And she has that other song that I don't know what it's called that she danced really weird. Uh, that video I sent you, she was out here. She was trying her best. I don't even think she was trying her best. She was just, she went like, yeah. I said they hit her with that Dua Lipa. <laughs> like, have you ever seen those like yeah. compilations? And it's like, but I did say Dua Lipa. She did perform. Looked a little bit like James Charles. Circa, like, 2017. Not even 2017. Like, 15, maybe. And um, she improved. She listened to her haters. Good for her. Yeah, she improved. It's not the best, but you know what? She... I think she did her best. It's all about improvement. Yeah. But, like, Selgo, honey... She ain't perfect. You just aren't good live. And that's not your fault. We can't all be good live. I'm not either. But I'm I'm not either. I'm not about to go to the AMAs requesting me to perform live now when i'm in the studio pipes mm-hmm. pipes yeah and everybody's also making excuses because she reportedly had a panic attack backstage okay i'm not going to say whether or not she did have a panic attack but we weren't there yeah if 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 it was the case that she just panicked i would think selena Let's pull ourselves together a little bit. I, I get know it. it's been a minute since she's done anything live. It's but, been like two years. But, like, you got this. People like you. But if it was also a peg attack, you got to also think, you got to take a minute. She's pretty. 
I don't think she's talentless. Mm -hmm. I just think, like, live is just not her area. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. But you gotta stop pretending like it is. Really? And, like, they dress her very similarly to Taylor Swift. It's because they were besties. With, like, the leotard situation. But I feel like whoever was in charge of, like, her wardrobe, they just, I don't know. They They were like, Selena, we gotta, like, wrap you up, girl. They said... And I said, I know my girl's having trouble breathing. Mm-hmm. Like, she looked great. That, but I was that's like, the, the fit just wasn't people right. People said that's the reason why she couldn't dance or sing is because of how tight everything was. I'm like, let her breathe. We also got to talk about Halsey uh, being initiated into the Taylor Swift squad along with, because I think all that's left now is Selena Gomez, Camila Cabello, 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 and Halsey who's shuck it off. <laughs> Why Halsey was chosen for Shake It Off, I do not understand. Shake It Off. It's going to be, you know, next year probably Billie Eilish is going to be in there. Remember Lord? She was in that squad a long time ago. They're going to recruit another. ages ago. They're going to recruit another 17-year-old. And then, like, you know, we had our girl Camilla out there hitting it with some Shake It Off. I got Shake It Off. Shake It Off. We're bad people. It's just like that's how I feel. Like every time, I need to stop, and I'm gonna stop because we need to end this episode. But the thing with Sean Mendes, I just don't get it. I don't understand. You know, when I was 15 years old, I got it because I was 15, and that's natural for some girls. It's like how it's natural for girls when they're 12 years old to like One Direction. If you didn't, that's fine too. But then you grow older, and then you start to realize some things, that there are mayonnaise boys out there who don't deserve the attention that they, like Tom Holland, he deserves some attention. There are good mayonnaise boys and bad ones. (laughs) Timothy Chalamet, he's a good mayonnaise boy. Maybe. But, you know, Shawn Mendes isn't one of them. Here's the deal with Shawnee boy, Shonathan, if you will. I just can't. I remember his YT, like, you know, cover days. And I was like, oh, sweater weather? Yeah, I go off. Um, but Everybody. <laughs> but here's the thing, like, it was, I mean, that was that time, but now I just feel like he always puts, he just is the definition of safe. Like, if you look up safe in the dictionary, Sean Go- Mendes. Google image safe. Sean is up there. Because it's just like, with his music, he's really safe, because a lot of the songs sound the same. I'm not saying they're bad. Like, he's got some bangers, I know mm-hmm. why. But... They all kind of sound the same. And they all get nominated for Grammys, and I really don't get it. I know, I'm like, "Mm." Like, if y'all look up, go look up the little pamphlet thing for Grammy Awards, like, why things are nominated. Half of this stuff doesn't make any sense. Song of the Year, it's for songwriting. The songwriters get nominated. Half this stuff has, like, the same lyrics. Record of the Year, it's how it's produced, who sings it. Maybe the singing part I can understand, but, you know, produce-wise, I don't get it. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And it's like, like with Camilla, I don't know anything about the relationship. I ain't about to be on here acting like I'm a gossip magazine or anything. It just doesn't seem like it's an equal type deal. Because, like, I feel like she's all about being physical. And he's just kind of like... I just want my guitar. He seems like he's trying to be more professional. This boy out here having some teardrops on his guitar. And she's really out here trying to bust it open on stage. That's... I just feel bad for him. I kind of feel bad for him. Just a little bit. I'm like, honey. But I just feel like if he would take one risk, he would be so much better. But I mean like an actual risk, not a Sean risk. He could have a Harry Styles moment. Lit... Don't even get me started. This boy could be... Just as good as her styles. And now, I don't know about better, but you know, he could be as good. He could be on some plane. Maybe he should sing the avocados. You know what? No, because avocados are boring. I'm sorry, but you can do a lot with avocados. You can make guacamole with them, but he's out here just being an avocado. No, let's you put some avocado on some hummus toast. That would be really good. But no, you just gotta be out here because there's literally this picture out here of him just eating an avocado, just like that. And I'm like, boy, poor innocent angel. And I'm like, boy, get some guacamole, get boy, some chips. B O I. That's my thing. He's and an avocado. Camilla, just dial it down, honey. We get it. Maybe she needs to be an avocado. I'm monster. like, girl, you need to chill. She it's here. not like it's not from a place where it's like oh, I can't believe she's on my man Sean. I've never been attracted to Sean Mendes. I understand why people are. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Like she out here trying to be a red pepper and you know just be a cherry. It's fine. Speaking of cherries, 
my baby boy. <laughs> the loaf of my life. I love a food pun. Mm. He's out here just doing God's work, you know, putting on an album. Did you say that he hosted a private listening party? I didn't. In Berlin, girl. He out here trying to be Taylor Swift. He yes. showed up and, like, all these people were saying all this stuff on Insta. They were all like, he's so... Uh, uh, and I was like... And now me and Katie are going to the Harry Styles concert. Maybe. <laughs> we're gonna not go, probably. Can I afford that? I don't know. I mean, we can get the trash can seats. Okay. Because, like, those are the cheap ones. Just hide in the dumpster. Like this. Like, hi. <laughs> but you know, I just think I deserve to go. I think you do. Now I know, like, my my stars out here: Selena Gomez and Sean and Cami and Taylor Swift and everyone. They deserve to go too, I guess. But not as much as me. <laughs> <laughs> but not as much as Halsey. <laughs> not as much as my queen. No way. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. I saw a tweet about her earlier. Someone was like, I'm going to put it into the universe. I'm going to see Halsey next year. I was like, okay. Me too. I hope y'all enjoyed. (laughs) Should we check a quiz? Yeah. Hello. Hi, hi. I hope this works. It's been a long time since I've used a love mic. Ooh, that rhymed. Thank you. Yeah. Harry Styles, if you need me to write on your next <laughs> album, just call me. Well, you gotta write something named Avocado. That can be your song. Avocado Sugar, hi. <laughs> Avocado Sugar, hi. hi. Thank you. Anyway, we're taking a quiz. Titled, What Would Your Pageant Title Actually Be? In the pageant of life, which title would you take home? Find out and tune into Game of Crowns to see who really wins. Premiering Sunday, July 13th at 9, 8 central on Bravo. But this was posted July 1st, 2014. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, this is by Bravo, a brand publisher. Thank you, Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> which dress would you most likely wear? Okay, so our first one is this weird, like, floral. I am in art class and I spilled some paint on myself. It's what your Aunt Karen would wear at the uh, family reunion. When they're taking pictures mm-hmm. outside in front of the lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is like, hi, my name is Vivian. <laughs> I'm your single aunt who always brings home the good presents. Vivian from Dance Moms. <laughs> Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is um, giving me... Camila Cabello. I love it when you call me Senorita. And then Sean is like, Yeah. Uh, did you see that? Yeah. I said, Honey. <laughs> um, the next one is very corally. It is. It says, Yes, Hourglass, come through. It's a pale pink. It's got some little cap sleeves. It's got a little gold belt. Cute. And the next one is giving me, You're 14 years old. Your mom said, What are you going to wear to the Easter luncheon? And she shows up with that mm. black and white patterned. I'm pretty sure I've had a dress like that before. It probably had a bow on it at yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is a little shiny, shimmery gold number. This is very Regina, I feel like. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Very, like, slightly hooker. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to steal class. your baby. <laughs> um, I would not wear any of these. Mood. <laughs> Mood. But as sad as... It is. I think the only one I could wear is the, I love it when you call me senorita. Senorita. So I'm going to pick that one. I'm going to go with a gold hooker woman. Okay. How do you say hello? Hiya. 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 <laughs> hey there. Hello or yo. Didn't even put howdy in there. I mean, I don't feel represented. Mm-mm. Um, I just say hey, but not hey there. But I'm, I'm going to say hi, you know? I yeah. think I say, um, 
Yeah, it's hello. I'm always, hello, is anyone out there? Oh, I do say hi, because I'm like, hi. Okay. Which breakfast food appeals to you most? Neither of us put hey there, and that's our intro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's problematic. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Wow, I love being fake. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. We got a stack of some buttered pancakes. That's a lot of butter. Is I that butter? I don't even like to put butter on my pancakes. Maybe I'm crazy. Oh, I do. Um, and then we have some toast that has like a poached egg on it and a little leaf from your yard. <laughs> and then we have what looks like a homemade granola bar, but it's probably not. It's probably just a kind bar that someone took the wrapper yeah. off of. It's just like, put some almonds. Hey, some honey. cranberries. Do you and your friends need any snacks? <laughs> I made some fresh granola bars. Um, and the next one we have some mixed fruit. Got a little kiwi in there. Some pineapple. Got a little, I'm having your baby, it's none of your business. <laughs> some strawberries and some blueberries. I don't even see any watermelon. I don't really like watermelon, I'm being real honest. I don't either, but you know, guy gets some watermelon sugar up in there. Hi, watermelon sugar. Hi. If anyone wants to buy me tickets for the Nashville show, like just buy us both tickets. Why? I mean, hey. I'm willing to pay $67 to sit in some trash seats. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to do it. But it's like, if anyone has the 537 it would take to get me in the cherry or watermelon pit, let me know. We also need somebody to drive us. Exactly. I'm not driving. No, we'll, we'll get an Uber. We'll split okay. Uber. Okay. I'm not playing. I'm serious. Okay. I'm, I'm not either. And then we have cinnamon rolls with a little has been drizzled and then i think if correct me if i'm wrong it looks like eggs benedict i think that's what that is i've never had that before i i don't know if i have either it's got a hollandaise sauce um i'm just gonna go with the fruit you know i would have picked pancakes but just ate that yogurt and you know it filled me up a little bit i think fruit would be nice um, I gotta stick to my um, high school roots and get that cinnamon roll. Mm. I would go to that cafe in the morning. I would say, "Hey, honey, make it happen." Which job title most appeals to you? Senior event planner, chief executive officer, creative director, director, head of human resources, founder and president, or chief technology officer. I mean, I'm gonna have to go with my career of writing concentration. Go with creative director. I think I thought you were gonna pick tech tech officer because you know Katie, she made an Apple Music playlist public this week. She was being a tech god. Mm-hmm. Why am I getting little text messages? Get out of here! Um, I think I'm gonna go with head of human resources. Okay. Because you know I'm always giving out my resources to the humans. So, mm. which president would you be happy? Would you be happiest receiving? Some gold bangles that look like they came from Bollywood. A square of dark chocolate. That's a thick chocolate. A boarding pass. Does it say where it's going to? Um, oh, it's first class, though. Uh, you're departing from New York, though. Ooh, Doesn't say where. I think it starts with a P. Wherever you're going, probably Pennsylvania. <laughs> you're not going that far. Maybe it's Paris. Maybe. Um, a really chunky old laptop. <laughs> A vase of fleur. Or some hundred dollars. Some big bennies. Um, you know, I would like that money. Thank you. I think I'll take the boarding pass. I've never flown first class before. I have. I've, I've done it once. It was very nice. I watched Wonder Woman. <laughs> that man has a Santa Claus baseball hat. Ooh. Look at it. I don't see. Oh, I see. That is so high tech. Mm. <laughs> high tech. <laughs> okay. What quality do you look for in a partner? Manners. Take a second to reconsider. There is no one like me. Intelligence. Charm. Chemistry as opposed to biology. Ambition. Or looks. Uh, mm, I don't know. I, I hate these questions because I'm like, I don't know. I think I'd pick charm. Um... You know what? I'll just pick Charm, too. Why not? Mm-hmm. Which major city would you want to live in? Miami. Boston. Austin. Whoa, I like that rhyme. Salt Lake City. Utah. New York City. Or Los Angeles. I gotta pick Salt Lake. I'm gonna pick Salt Lake. Even though 
It's where all the Mormons live. Nothing against Mormons. Y'all just got some backwards views when it comes to, like, progressive, you know, let people be happy. I don't know anything about no religion. Mm. But, you know, Salt Lake City, I got to represent Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is close. I think it just looks really pretty with those mountains. They're really cute. Really cute. Which social media handle would you most want? Happy-go-lucky with unnecessary numbers for letters. Last name ever. I get it. Like, last name ever. Mm. First name greatest. Like a sprained ankle lane. Nothing to play with. X to the left X. (laughs) (laughs) I do what I want. Probably an ophthalmologist. Triple threat, but it's a three. Or started at the bottom. Can you even put an at sign in your handle? I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't like any of these. They're all kind of terrible, but I'm going to go with um, last name ever. I'm going to go with to the left. Why not? To the left, to the left. Which cocktail looks the most appealing? Ooh, there's one with some kiwis in it and a little umbrella. There's one that looks like some whiskey. Whiskey. There's one that looks like you just got back from the beach and you're by the pool and you said, ah, give me something fruity. You're like, oh, what's that girl from? Cat. Cat. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I got to pack those pounds on honey. Um, one that looks like a, a crusty martini. It's got an olive in it. Ooh. There's a blue drink that has a really pretty flower or whatever and, like, a lime. And then there's a rum and coke. Um, I'm going to go with a whiskey. A whiskey. I'm going to go with that blue one looks really pretty, but I bet it tastes nasty. I'm going to go with a rum and coke. What did you get? You got most talented. Oh. Showstopper. You have skills on skills on skills. Whatever you put your hands on works out. Whether it's problem solving at work or an artistic endeavor on the side, you've got creativity oozing out of your pores. Get your pageant title courtesy of Bravo's Game of Grounds. I got Miss Business. You know that everything is a competition and you have the cool calculating air to always come out on top. Some may accuse you of being cutthroat, but you know that's just jealousy talking. The losers will never always, wait, the losers will always want to take the winners down. It's nothing you haven't handled before. Get your pageant title courtesy of Bravo's Game of Girls. <laughs> wow, oh. we got Miss Business and Miss Talent. Mm. Whoa. Wow. That's amazing. It's so fun being a pageant queen. I just, I want to do pageants now. I feel represented. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've finally been recognized for my hard work. Yes. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll and check out our website, couragedollpodcast.wixsite.com slash playing. And if you don't have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us, couragedollpodcast at gmail.com. And subscribe. Bye! Bye. Bye! Bye!